we have to connect all that we're learning with the Yontif of Purim. We already <coughs> spoke a little bit about that, the connection between Yeshua, Esther, Mordechai, the Koch, and Sheikh ben Yosef. The Yeshua cities that have walls in the days of Yeshua Binun. And everything that we're learning comes to where we are right now. Erev Yontif, Erev Purim. So listen carefully. This is probably going to take <coughs> maybe one and a half years or two. I'm not sure. We'll see. But listen carefully. The Tanya at the end of Perak Mentes writes the following. There the Tanya is already beginning to head towards the conclusion of the first Chalik of Tanya. And he's talking about the tachlis of our being in the world. Our tachlis of being in this world is to reveal Hashem's presence here, where we are. So that all flesh should be able to see, should be able to experience Selakus, to connect to Hashem. Natanya writes that this is the tachlis of the shtalshlis, of the descent from the highest, from the infinite, all the way, all the way down to infinite madrigus into this world. The tachlis of Hashem creating all worlds is that the covet of Hashem should fill this world, the lowest of all worlds, davka. <coughs> to transform the darkness of this world into light. <coughs> and all that is bitter into sweetness. <coughs> and is the tachlis of man, Bavadoso, and all that he does. To draw the infinite light of God, Lamata, down into this world. That's the Tachlis. This is the Sugi that we're learning. Because the Gilui of Kedusha Sisra in this world, in its most complete, in its most complete, Way can only take place in Eretz Yisrael. There's what we're learning in the Shir, in Eretz Chayfetz Rav Kook, and in Sefer Yeshua, because Kedushas Haguf, Kedushas Haguf, the holiness of the body and a physical life in this world, the Kedusha of one's Hishtadlus, to work, to work, physical labor farm, fields, factories, whatever, is the fulfillment of the Tachlis that the Alter Rebbe is talking about, of Nis'ava HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Baruch, Dira V'Tachtan, that Hashem's desire is that there should be a dwelling place, that this world should become a place for His presence, for the Shechina, Dira V'Tachtan. Neshama Baguf. Neshama Baguf, in Shemayim, it's just Neshamas. 
the physical world is the goof. That fusion of the neshama into the goof is creation, is man. That's what we've been learning from Rabbi Tzadok over the past tkufa. The side of connecting Tarshabhsav and Tarashabalta. That's where Yasef Yahushua begins. This is the Yasod that we've been working on for a long time. The Nishama Minashamaim is Tarashabhsav. Right? That's the Nishama. Tarashabhsav is from Shamaim. The written Tar. That's the Nishama. Tarashabalta, the oral Tar, is the Guf. The Guf, the body. That's Tarashabalta. The Tachlis of an Ish Yisrael, of a Jew in this world, <coughs> is to be Machadesh Gufei Taira here in the Hester of Eilam Hazeh. In this world, what the Tanya is speaking about, the lowest of all worlds, this world is the Tachlis. And this is a world of Hestapanim. This is a world of concealment, of darkness. This is a world of, with a goof. We were learning about and have Shabbos, and of Kuk Kabura, that the goof appears to be the Mitzius Ashlaima. Some of you were there. The Mitzius Ashlaima piece, the goof seems to be it. That's all there is. There's no Nishama. The world is just a goof. <coughs> to join together the Nishama and the goof, which is life, the Tachlis of life, the Nishama and the goof together. Tereshabachsav. Neshama, Tereshabal Peh, Guf. Tereshabal Peh, Guf. This is the sod of what we've been learning about the transition from life in the Midbar, in the desert, <coughs> to Eretz Yisrael. This is where Yeshua comes in, exactly here, at the intersection between Shamaim and Aras. Tereshabachsav, Tereshabal Peh. Therefore, where Torah ends, the Ma'avar, the transition, is the beginning of Sefi Yahushua. That's what we spoke a lot about. The Midbar was, a, was a, an existence of Torah of Neshama, of the Man, of miracles, of Ananiya covered clouds, and so on. It was a Neshamadik existence. But that's not the Tachlis. We learned from Rabbi Tzaddik about how the Miraglum and even Moshe Rabbeinu were resisting, were, hold, were held back. And then Moshe Rabbeinu tried to move forward with that, but he couldn't. Because that connection of Neshama and Guf, of Tarsh Bechsav and Tarsh of heaven and of earth, was left to Yahushua to begin our journey into Eretz Yisrael. To make that connection. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rabbi, Moshe Rabbeinu is the Bechin of Shamaim. And Yahushua is the Ma'avar into the world of Tarsh Bechsav. the oral Torah, of course, <coughs> consists of the thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of details of life in this world of how to have a relationship with the Gosh Baruch Hu, to see the Shekhinah at work in the home when you're exercising, when you're eating and so on, that's Tarish this world is a world where one doesn't where one doesn't see Hashem in an open and clear way <coughs> Just like the Chachamim of Tarish we're no longer living in a time of prophecy. Moshe Rabbeinu in the earlier period was a time of Nevuah, of prophecy. 
And even though Yeshua, of course, <coughs> drank from that world, but his job was to bring us into Eretz Yisrael, we would no longer have open miracles, where we would no longer have Mon and the Anani Akrav and the clouds and so on. So now, what's remarkable <coughs> is the first time that the Torah speaks about the writing of a book, Ksivas Seifer. The first time that the Torah speaks about Ksivas Seifer is in Pashas B'Shalach. Ksoivzos Zikaran B'Seifer. Write this as a memory, it has to be written, B'Seifer, <coughs> in a book. Visim, where? Where should this be placed, this book? Where? Bosnei Yoshua. Visim Bosnei Yoshua. But I'm going to completely eradicate, to erase the memory of Amalek. The first place that we find in the Torah, and you know the beginning of something, the beginning of something is the Shorish. The first Indian of, of our writing some sort of a book. And the Simba Ozna Yehoshua, Moshe was told. We go ahead into the future, many years, <coughs> and in Shushan Habira, there is a war that's taking place between Yisrael and Amalek. And Esther, Chazal tell us that Esther sent to the Chachamim after the Nase of Purim took place. So Esther Malka sent to the Chachamim, to the Chachmei Tereshvata, she sent to the Chachamim, Kisvuni Ladaris, Kisvuni Ladaris. Write me, inscribe me, Purim, for all future generations, Kisvuni Ladaris. She was asking that it should have be Vixiva, not a tradition, not an oral tradition, but it should be something that's written, it should become part of Kisvi Kaidish, which it is. It should become part of Tanakh. So we see that Davkamna comes to Mechias Amalek. There's a Kpeda already at the beginning of that first war. In Pashas Beshalach, there's already a Kpeda that it should be Davke, it should be Davke in a way of Ksoiv Zos Zikaran Basefer. To be written Basefer. And then with Esther Malka, <coughs> Kisvuni Ladaris, to be written for all generations. That should be Kisvi Akkadish. Ksiva means that it should have a key. It should be something that is forever. Conversations, discussions, even oral traditions over that over time can become lost. But that bakasha of Kisvuni Ladaris means that there should be a, a kim nitzchi, that it should be forever. And the Rambam writes at the end of Hilchas Megillah that Megillah says there is Eina Asid Lehibata. What happens to other Kisvei Kaidish? We, we don't know, but it's clear and it's certain <coughs> that as far as Megillah says is concerned, Eina Asid Lehibata. Now let's understand. 
you all know that when it comes to testimony to Edus and Bezdin, when it comes to Edus and Bezdin, the din is that we have to, the Edim have to be interviewed, to be interrogated, the Edim have to speak. We have to hear from the Edim. Not written testimony, but we have to hear from the Edim themselves. And in that respect, Dibur speech as a madre- is a madrega that's higher than writing, that's higher than Ksiva. On the other hand, a star, star is from the word shoter, to enforce, <coughs> to enforce something, like a mishtara, police. A star is davka, which is something that is kosovachosim, it's written and it's signed. And that star, once it's been written, has forever, it has to be preserved, but kept in the vault, whatever, but it has forever the toikif, the strength, the power to be used as a raya, as a proof in Bezdin, till the end of time. That's what a star is. The Eidus itself is a bechina of Tarish the star is a bechin of Tarzah that's written. And the chibur of those two, the connection of those two to create mitzvah's reality is the inin of Yehoshua of Tarzah and Tarzah And it's the whole story of Purim. So let me explain. Until the time of the Churban Beis Amikdash, until the time of the destruction of the first Beis Amikdash, <coughs> we had never had <coughs> we had never had a situation of Hestaponis. Until the Churban of the first Beis Amikdash, we didn't have complete Hestaponis, a concealment of God, because during that long period of time. There were Nevi'im, there were prophets, and there, and there were Shaiftim who spoke the Dvar Hashem, And there were, there were Nevi'im that were roaming around in Eretz Israel. <coughs> there was the Mishkan that was in the Midbar, and later on the Mishkan, Shiloh, and so on, and then the Besam Hikdash. And in these places, there was a visible and clear presence of the Shekhinah. There was Hashroz HaShekhinah. Right? So we can't describe that period of time from the time that we left Mitzrayim, or even in Mitzrayim, all the way until the Churban Bayes region, we cannot describe it as a time of Hestapan, of concealment. Which doesn't mean that Jews weren't getting to complications and difficulties, we have a way of doing that even when it's not Hestapan. But certainly it was not a time of Hestapan. There was Hashwas HaShrin. Toyer Eretz Mikvaydecha was shining with the light of the Shrin and the Vua and so on. And the Ur Betumim, Bishamikdash. After the Churban Bayes Rishon, after the destruction of the first Bishamikdash, which we can't be masik, what that felt like, because we grew up 
in a cave. We grew up in, in Chayshech. We were B'nei Chayshech some others. We grew up in darkness. We grew up without Mishkan, without Bishamikdash, without Nehiyam. We grew up in darkness. So we're used to that. So we can't be masking what it was like when the lights went out. We get a taste of it in the Nevi'im, and we get a taste of it in Yechezkel, or you get a taste of it when Yirmi was talking, we get a taste of it in the keenness of Tisha of a taste. But all they're saying, really what they're saying is, you can't possibly understand, you, you can't understand what this was. Do you remember, we spoke of this many times, so that when the second base of Mictus was built, and there was the celebration for the second base of Mictus, the crying of the old Jews that still remembered the first base of Mictus from when they were kids, the crying was so loud that you couldn't hear, it took over the singing, and the, you couldn't hear the singing anymore. You couldn't hear the singing because the crying of the old Jews who remembered the first base of Mictus was so powerful, was so loud. We can't be masking such a thing, but that was what happened by the Churban Bayes Rishon. So after that destruction of the Besamikdash, there was a siluk of Nevoah. Nevoah disappeared, not in one shot, but it began to move out of our lives. And it became a terrible hest upon him. Atkadekach, now here's the key of Purim. Atkadekach, that what was required, what was needed, was a new Kabbalah Satayr. A Kabbalah Satayr for Am Yisrael in a state of Hestapan. A new Kabbalah Satayr. Not a Maim at Sinai. It's not going to be standing at Sinai. But there needed to be a new affirmation on our part <coughs> that was still in it. Because you know that when things were falling apart, there were very Choshevah Jews, and there was a king who represented all of Am Yisrael came to the Navi Cheskel and said, like, this is finished. It's done. Didn't work out. The, the, the whole project is finished. The bris, everything is, is everything is, is ruined. Everything is done. So there needed to be a Kabbalah Satar Michudeshes. of a Jew who is committed <coughs> to the Shechina even though he'll never in his lifetime come into contact with it he'll never see it he'll never, have a, he'll never be able to experience Nevoah Hashos HaShechina Besamikdush Marokoyin he won't see it so Hashem Baruch was Mesaveh at that time after the Churban Ba'ez Vishen Hashem Baruch, in his amazing way, brought about the Gezerah of Haman, v'chulu, 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 and all that that meant, the Gezerah of, of Haman, Achishverosh. And that somehow through that Gezerah, we were forced into a corner where we had to decide, are we going to be Jews despite the darkness? Or are we go, are we or are we only or were we only Jews when it was light? Are we going to be Jews when the whole world seems to be one big goof? And the Neshama is now invisible. 
Because until the Chorban Bayesvishan, the Neshama was not invisible. There were Nisim in the flows, Hashras Hashchina, it was Me'ain, what was in the Midbar, <coughs> continuing. But now, after the Chorban Bayesvishan, which is when Purim took place, now, it's Mamish, Mamish has to punish, Mamish has to Dark. That's what it was. At that time. And the story of Purim is how Am Yisrael, from that terrible place that they were in, were misroimed with the help of the Tzaddikim, of Mordechai and Esther, that we were misroimed to receive the Torah, the Mahadura Tinyana, second edition, new edition of Torah, a new edition of Yiddishkeit, a Yiddishkeit and a life of Torah mitzvahs without, without seeing the Shekhin at all. Without seeing the Shekhin. Not only without seeing the Shekhin, but everything in the world seems to say there is no Shekhin. There's nothing. You're crazy. This is crazy. And if there once was, he left you and you're finished. <coughs> Therefore, the whole Yontiv of Purim has to be understood in the context of Nach Purim. Jews have an expression, not every day is Purim, right? Which is understood that you can't get away with things every day like you get away with on Purims. Not every day is Purim. But the Mitzvahs of, of the Jews of Am Yisrael, Nacht Purim, after Purim, the Gemara says that we woke up to a reality of Av Anan. After Purim, our status remained the same. We were subjects of Ahasuerus. <coughs> it's not like everything all of a sudden was great. So we had this tremendous, this tremendous, tremendous party, and it was Gavaldic, and we had a chance to, to, to kill many of our enemies. And, and and it was beautiful, and we and we enjoyed, and we enjoyed the uh, the glamour and the and the splendor of that gula. And maybe we had like a couple of days, you know, off, and then it's back to back to work. It wasn't like a Yushalayim and then the Holy Prophet Isaiah, you know, Shlomo Kalbach singing and didn't didn't happen. Like there was no prophets that came to talk to us and. There was no Besamiktus the next day. There was no Hashvaz Hashrina that we saw, or anything like that. And even as you know, the second Besamiktus was Bechlau. It wasn't with Hashvaz Hashrina. There was in any visible way, as the Gemara tells us. We were Avdeh Hashverish. But something happened in the Shushan, Purim, that, that the Jewish people were able to muster together within themselves an Ahava, a love. And an Amuna to be Mizdabik to the Rabbanishlam. In other words, to believe in the Nishama, to believe that the Nishama exists, despite the fact that all we could see was the Guf. This had never we had never experienced this. From the time they became a people, we always saw Nishama Baguf. It was always <coughs> clear that there's Nishama Baguf. And for the first time we had to live without seeing neshama. No neshama. We don't see anything. It's like us, except we're just so used to it. But 
No neshama. Just to believe in it. That even though all you see and all you experience is the guf, neshama beguf. All you see is terish peh. Rabbi is saying things, do this, do that. And to believe that it has a neshama, that's hashra that comes from a higher place, from beyond what we can see with our eyes. From terish Basaf. This Kabbalah Satara of Golas, <coughs> this Kabbalah Satara that took place in Shushan, in the darkness of that time, after the Chorban, is a Kabbalah Satara that is unique, and therefore it has no bittel. That's what the Ram is saying to us. That's what Chazal is telling us. It cannot be broken. It cannot be destroyed. Such a Kabbalah. Because this Kabbalah took place in a way of Dir Batachton. Because that's what it means. That's what we began with from the Alter It's the Tachlis of creation. Not Kabbalah Satira by Marin Hasinai with his thunder and lightning and all the other special effects. <coughs> and Moshe Rabbeinu was there. That's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis of creation is Kabbalah Satira in Shushan Habir. The same term. Kimu v'kiblu. Kimu masha kiblu kva. Rashi says, Mi ahabas anais. Kimu v'kiblu. The kimu v'kiblu means that the Jews in Shushan Romagal, the tachlis of the Bria, which is that a Jew is able to be misdabek to the Shechina, Bechol HaMatzavim, Bechol in any situation, again, at work, when you're exercising, when you're at home, in every single Matzav, that Kabbalah has a Kiyum Nitzchi, because it's not subject to location. It, that doesn't make a difference whether you're in Yerushalayim or you're in Japan. Because it's a Kabbalah term, that's the whole Kabbalah, is to believe in the Shama Baguf when you can't see anything. So you don't have to be in seminary or in yeshiva. You don't have to be in Yerushalayim. The first Kabbalah term, there's Kofalim Hagigigis, was a Kabbalah term that took place about Midbidika Kabbalah term, Torah Kabbalah Torah where everything was clear. And the Shemaim opened up, all the seven Rikim opened up. Hashem It's not an Indian of Bechir. And you know that anything that you didn't choose yourself doesn't usually last that long. If you don't really choose something, you know, it doesn't have much of a key. The Bachu, who doesn't really want, really want to learn, Ben Azmanim, he doesn't really look at this far too much. You could maybe get him to look in the Chumash when they're laying the parish in the shul, maybe. Other than that, if he's not a Baal Bechir, if he didn't choose to learn, he doesn't have a shaykhist to He doesn't feel it. He doesn't feel a shaykhist, a kesh, a bechlal. But when you chose something, and you could have made a million other choices, but I work hard for this, to be a Jew. And I made this bris with Hashem that even though I don't see him, and even though the Shekhinah is something which is mamish invisible, 
There's no, there's no Nisim, there's no Shosh Hashem, there's no Moshe Rabbeinu here. But I made such a commitment. So that's Chuosom Hayisa Lanetzach. Visikrosom Chol Dor Vador. Chol Dor Vador. I'll explain more about that in a few minutes. Because the original Seder of Torah, until Purim, in other words, the Seder of Torah Shabbat Moshe Rabbeinu, and so on, Harsinai, the Midbar, that was Milamala Lamata, from above to below. Vayerud Hashem al Harsinai. Hashem as well, Kivyochim made like a cameo appearance. And he shows up in the world, whatever that means. But there was a, a powerful, powerful presence of Hashem that everybody saw. Something, whatever that was. And so, that's, that itself is holding the mountain over their heads. It's not, it's not a matter of choice. It's just that it's, it's, it's in your face. It's not in your face. There's nothing to do about it. It's just, that's just what it is. When it comes to things like that, when it's no longer in your face, it's very easy to run away from it. And that's what kids do when they leave, like the Chazal talk about, like the Tinoch is Barak and Beisah When we left Har Sinai, it was like children running away from school. When school is finished at the end of the semester, Zaygazum. Bye bye. That was the first Kabbalah Torah. A Kabbalah that took place with the mountain over our heads and with everything clear and obvious and with surrounded by fire and all the thunder and lightning and so on. Milamala Lamata. Purim was different. Purim was a Kabbalah term Milamata Lamala from below to above. Milamata Lamala. Akedekart and Chazal say something which is absolutely ludicrous. It's shocking. But it's true. Everything they say is true. The Kimu Vekiblu means also Kimu Lamala Masha Kiblu Lamata. That something changed. Whereas until that time, down here below, we, would, we had no choice, and whatever God told us to do, because what happened, we're going to do. Nasib Now everything became reversed. Kimu Lamala Masha Kiblu Lamata. Now, when the Besnan Paskin something, when the Besnan Paskin something, here in this world of darkness, using our own intuition, and knowledge of Torah, when something is paskent here, then the Baruch Shalom smiles and says in Shemaim, Nitzchuni Banayin Nitzchuni, Torah Lo B'Shemaim. Now it's V'nahafeichu. This V'nahafeichu is much bigger than the V'nahafeichu that took place with the with Amalekim. This V'nahafeichu is the whole Seder of creation. Until now it was Milamalu Lamato, Torah Shabbat right? Shechina, Nevua, Man, Midbar, all of that, Moshe Rabbeinu, was in Lamal Lamata, but Nahafeichu, Asher Yishla to Ayyud, and we can't save them. That now the Jewish people are in control. And Kimu Vekiblu means Kimu Lamal, Masha Kiblu Lamata. That when, when the Chacham and Paskin something here in Lamata, in Shemaim, they're Mechabu. The Mechayim at Lamal. The Kashbohu signs on to the chidushim of human beings in this world, to the intuition, the creativity, betachtoinim mamish. Now the headquarters of creation 
are in this world. Until that time, the main headquarters were in Shemayim. Now the main headquarters moves over to this world. Not only to Yerushalayim, which is of course, but to every place where, where a Jew lives. His headquarters. He sets up shop, puts down a flag. Shechina v'tachtayim. Shechina, shechina v'tachtayim. Yid comes over here, goes into some place where nobody ever was. Like, I don't know, no Jew ever walked into such a place. Like somewhere, I don't know, in New Jersey, or maybe Staten Island, something like that. And he comes to this place, and he says, and he says in this place, "Duachat Hashem Okerem Archalom Shahakol Nir B'Dvar Shchina Dir B'Tachtayim Amish V'Nigla Kveid Hashem V'Nigla Kveid Hashem Kipi Hashem Dider In this place, now we can understand." What Esther Malka was looking for, when she sent around to the Chachamim, Kisvuni Ladaris, Kisvuni Ladaris. This must be written and inscribed for all generations. Now you know that there were many communities that had poems, right? There were many, many poems. There are books that are written with the beautiful books about the different communities, spoke by Svadim and Ashkenazim. Where there were certain xerists that were made, there's no uh, shortage of xerists that have been made against the Jewish people, and then we had Yeshuas in those places, and they made Purims in those places. Not like uh, the Koch, of course, the Tokif of, of Purim, but they made they made for those places celebrations and so. Forth. But this was different. This was unique. Esther Malka sends to the Chacham the shurish of that is Ksozos Zikarn Basaifer the Simbos Ne Yehoshua Simbos Ne Yehoshua remember we're talking about Mashiach and Yosef Esther and Yehoshua the Simbos Ne Yehoshua Esther Malka was what she was what she was asking for in effect was that what happened now what took place now shouldn't be just some beautiful memory of the Jewish people that's left in our minds to try to remember to think about. But should have a din of Kisveh There should be a chibur of Tarish Pen Tarish I'm going to explain. It should be something that has a kvias that a Jew can take with him wherever he is in the world. Because something that's written is like a star that you could take out. As a proof, that's what a star is. Something that's written is forever, and because of this, we see something very, very amazing when it comes to the din of Megillah's Esther. The Gemara says in Megillah Tazayin on the base. The Gemara says that the, the halach is that when you write the Megillah, the dinim of how to write the Megillah. And when the Megillah is written, it has to be written like Torah Shabbat Sav Mamish, like the Torah Mamish, Kechabisha Kum Torah Mamish. The other Gemara uses the term Ka'amita Shal Torah. It's an unusual, unusual uh, lotion. Ka'amita Shal Torah. <coughs> that the Megillah has to be written with all the halachas of writing, of writing a Torah Shabbat Sav, a Sefer Torah. Ka'amita Shal Torah Mamish. Like the Amita Shal Torah. Amita Shal Torah means. 
the deepest truth of Torah that will be with us no matter where we are, no matter how difficult Gullus is, because that's the Indian of Dir B'Tachtayna. And that's why the name of Hashem is not mentioned anywhere in the Megillah. It had to be that way. The name of Hashem is not mentioned anywhere in the Megillah. And Mechlal, the whole Megillah Sester is written, Ki'ilu, it's a histalishlus of natural events. The story could be written, and you could read such a story even without believing in God. It had to be in such a way. The story, Davke, is written in such a way where one gets the impression that there's a histalishlus of... That's a story. Like things that happen. I was a mazel that the Hibiks and the Sarish were here. And it's a mazel that couldn't sleep, and Mordechai was in the place, right place at the right time. Oh, Esther's such a beautiful girl. We have to call her in. It was written in such a way, like a fairy tale, a story. Not even a fairy tale. Fairy tales have all kinds of strange, interesting. It's mamish teva. It's written in such a way of teva, without the name of Hashem. Because the whole in of Megillah, of Megillah's Esther, is legalos es anistar which means in a massive of Hestapanim where there is no apparent presence of God and that is a which is the tachlis of the creation as we learned at the beginning from Tanya which is mamish in the oilam which is a place of shiflus a place where all you see is tava nature and guf and the whole Megillah is written in such a way that when you when you when you begin reading Megillah's Esther, it's like it's almost vulgar. <coughs> the whole description of, of what was going on in Shushan, it's it's, uh, it's vulgar. It's uh, it's it's obscene. The story takes place in such a. Uh, it's not like it's a nice story that you read. And it's going someplace. It takes place, you know, in the in Svas or in Yerushalayim, uh, where there's a nice story. Of, a, 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 of something in, in you know in, in Muncie, it's 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 vulgar. It's mamish vulgar. It's, it's, it's uh, the, the eating and the drinking. It was uh, the Shalsov and Chazal tell us what was going on there at the party, and it was it's, it's ugly. And with Vashti, and Vashti to come like this, and he wants Vashti to come to the party in such a way. It's all, and then when the Esther Malka has to go to be you now with the girls that the king has. It's not anything that, that we would want our children to be able to understand when they're little. Because they, 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 they would be very, very upset and very shocked by it. So we just tell them that, you know, Esther was very pretty, dressed up like a queen, and Mordechai was a big tzaddik, and you make, make yourself a little, with cotton balls, a little beard, and, and Gandhik, and everybody's happy, and we hood them high so But the Mitzias was that it was, it was, it was vulgar, it was ugly. <coughs> It's the it's the it's like the goof. It's the goof without the nisham. That's the feeling at the beginning of Megillah, and therefore there's no name of God in Megillah. It's goof, mamish goof. And of course it couldn't be in Eretz Yisrael because you can't you can't hide God like that in Eretz Yisrael. So the whole thing is like a goof, one one goof. Because remember the Indian of, of the, the Indian that was beginning now was to move things towards the tachlis of creation, which is 
Gili Kvayt Hashem Benigla Kvayt Hashem in every Masif in this world in every single thing in Teva and all the Matzavim of Teva that a Jew can be Dovok to Hashem even though he doesn't see Hashem there's no name of Hashem to be Dovok to Hashem Baruch Hu and to believe that he is the Chaya Chaya Mbamish Baruch Hu and that's true existence the Metziyah's Ha'amitis Metziyah's Hashleima is the, is the infinite one the creator of all the worlds even though everything is goof the whole story just says this is goof goof so here's where we have the Chiddush of Megillah Zaster and that's why none of the other stories of Purims that took place wherever they took place can can be like this Mitzad <coughs> Echad Megillus Esther is Kamita Shal Torah. It has Kilo Din of Torah Shabbosah. It's Kisvei Kodesh. Scripture. It's Scripture. It's written. It's Torah Shabbosah. It's Kisvei Kodesh. On Mitzad Sheni, it's completely Torah Shabbosah because there's no mention of God. That doesn't seem to have anything to do with God. Everything seems to be Teva, nature, which is completely Torah where you don't see Hashem. It's Torah There's a whole Mesechta, Mesechta Megillah, in Torah The Rambam's Loshen is that the Megillah Melvad, the Megillah is Kechamishe Chumshe Torah. He doesn't say that by any other cipher in Tanakh. <coughs> Outside of Chumash, he says that Megillah Sester is Kachamisha Chumshe Torah. He's emphasizing it. It is Torah Shabbosav, Kachamisha Chumshe Torah. Kehilchus Torah Shabbalta. That's what he writes. It's a com- it's a it's a combination. It's an integration. Some some sort of a of a shiluv of Torah Shabbosav. Because it's written, and as the Malk insisted that it be something that's written, because when it's written, it's it's forever. <coughs> but it, but it, it's kehilchas teresh with mesechta megillah. It's it's kisve hakodesh. It's scripture. It's teresh b'chsav. But Torah Shabbat that's telling a story that's completely like Torah Shabbat Right? That's telling a story in Teva. It's not telling a story about Shabbat It's not saying about Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not telling us about Harsinai and clouds and, and Kriyas Yamsus. It's Torah Shabbat that's telling a story that's, that's Torah Shabbat That's Teva. That's this world. That's a world where you don't see the name of God. It's telling a story. It looks like it's a story of Teva. And it's Kisri HaKadosh. So when it says in the Megillah, HaMelech, Stam Melech in the Megillah, is what? It's HaKadosh Baruch. It's Melech, Malach, Yamloch. Notice, in the Ksav itself, in the Megillah, in the writing of the Megillah itself, there's such a hest upon him, that you're reading about this Magush of Dikagai, 
you're reading about a prostate guy. Uh, 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 what's Chazal the way they describe him? A mamish a goof for that, like in the but that in the You're reading about Achashverosh, and and in this Melech Achashverosh, in a way of hest upon him is what Melech Malchi Hamloch, Hashbaru working through this world. Hashvas Hashem. Not Hashem appearing the base I make this the Hashvas Hashem about with the Kruvim and the Kaparis and the Aron Avris. No, no, no. And like this guy, like some prosta Achashverus. What name is those guys in Japan? The big guys they fight. What is it? Sumo wrestler. Yeah, that's like Achashverus. This guy. Bring me Vashti. This is, and 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 what is this? The Melach. It's Melach Malachem Loch. So we may learn the whole simcha of Purim is a simcha that takes place completely in Chol in the most mundane way of eating So on the one hand the, the, we're taught by, the, by Chazal that Yom Kippurim is Yom Kippur is only Kippurim Purim is high. But Yom Kippur. But the Simcha of Purim is, is Dafki in a way of, of Mamish, the most base things of this world. Because that's the Indian of Dir Betachtain. <coughs> Drinking and eating and Besimcha with Chaveim. But it's all the same Hashem. It's all Hakash Baruch. Dir Betachtain. The whole Yontiv is Yontiv of Dir Betachtain. That they were not convinced it should be a yontif for an Issam Allah, which the Gemara learns out because it doesn't say. So it's only the first time yontif, not the second time yontif. It's not a yontif fit. Look, I'll be Issam Allah. There's no Issam Allah. You work on Purim. I mean, you, you could do Malach on Purim. <coughs> so everything, the way that we celebrate Purim, Purim is in a way of Hester. Even the need of, uh, especially the need of, of costumes, of Tachpaisas, of getting dressed up. The whole Indian of a costume was hessed upon. So everything is hessed upon. Because <coughs> Megillus Esther is the site that we began with of Nigla Kvayd Hashem Vro Kol Bosayachta Meloi Chol Haaretz which is the Taklas of creation. Meloi Chol Haaretz this world. <coughs> and now we can understand. Hold any of the There's a piece in Nezi Yisrael from Rav Kluge's Ogazan Zayn. Nechela Gimel, Nezi Yisrael. Not in the new ones of a poem, I'm saying in the old one. Nechela Gimel. Where he talks about that first war with Amalek. Moshe Ben is holding his arms up, right? V'hiyadav emuna. V'hiyadav emuna. Moshe Ben is holding his arms up. And Yeshua is down below. L'maysev fighting the war. 
Moshe went on top of the mountain, the other Amuna, and Yeshua is downstairs in the Mulchama, in the war. So Kluber explains Smicha, we see by Moshe giving Smicha to Yeshua, right? That's what we see by Moshe and Yeshua. And Chumash, that's what we have Smicha. Moshe Rabbein and Yeshua. Yeshua binun mole ruach achma. Yeshua binun was filled with ruach achma. Ki somach Moshe as yod of olav. Because Moshe Rabbeinu placed his hands upon Yeshua and gave him from that ruach. Minnesatim ahoyd cholav. It's the midah of hoyd. In the Guta Maran, Rabbi Nachman says in Torah Samach Aleph, this sentence. When smicha is given, someone is given smicha as a rav. and writing, It's one Indian. Smicha and ksiva is one Indian. Smicha takes place with Yeshua, with Yadayim with the hands. Which is the Bechin of writing. Bechin is Yad Kosevis, as it says in Boston. Yad Kosevis. This is why the Bereshul wanted the Chos and Kala should be joined together, they should be Iksuva. We'll talk about that at the end. Why well, it has to be something in writing. It's the Nin of Iksuva. We'll get to that at the end. But the koach of smicha and the koach of ksiva, of writing, the, both of them come through the yadayim. What is the koach of smicha? The koach of smicha is that hishtalshlus all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu, gave smicha to Yeshua and so on. Is that hishtalshlus? throughout all of the generations, till our time. It means the whole toikif of Torah Shabbat Peh, the whole, the whole uh, mitzvah of Torah Shabbat Peh, and, that it, and its authority of Torah Shabbat Peh, every bezden, to this day that Paskins Halacha, it's a hishtalslus for Moshe Rabbeinu putting his hands on Yeshua. That's what smich is. It's a stalzlus of that. So to this day, that so a psak that's nechtav and nechtav and bezdin, and there's a psak bezdin, it becomes a chelik of Torah mamish, not just this inheritance. It becomes a chelik of Torah, and there, and there, there would be a din of leisosur if you violated what the psak of bezdin is. There's a din of leisosur going away from what the chacham said. It's nisidereis. Getting the whole question of Zakir Mam, we're not going to, but, but it has a din of Torah. has a din of Torah. In other words, it's Torah Shvalpeh. It's a psak that took place without any apparent presence of God, without any Hashwaz Hashrina. Moshe ben Israel, a long time not here. But Smicha means that there's one Hamshech, that when in Tavshinayin Ches, there's a psak bezin, it's Moshe Rabbeinu. Smicha Sayyadayim. The hind, which means this this physical world, Rabbi Nachman said, and ksiva, and writing something, 
is begin achter. Dat is one Indian. Dat is one begin. The authority of Moshe Rabbeinu Shemayim Tereshbechsav in every single tiny little aspect of our lives Tereshbechsav is the sod is the secret of this chibur of this joining together of Tereshbechsav and Tereshbechsav it's the whole side of Neshama Beguf of Dir Betachtonim Every single star, any binding Jewish document, any every single star that's used as a raya, as proof, or with a kinyan, or some type of a kinyan, <coughs> is hidden in that, the koch of smicha, and the imprint of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's an amazing thing. It has Moshe Rabbeinu's stamp. Every star. And one who believes in that and re- recognizes it doesn't need any shelter. You don't need a policeman to enforce it. We never did. It speaks louder than anything else in the world. It's Moshe Rabbeinu's Ksavyat. Moshe Rabbeinu Ksavyat. This is the side of Kisvuni Ladaris. Of a Ksav that it will be forever. As we learned, Megillus Esther is Kisve Kaidish. It's Ksav, it's written. It's Tarsha Bechsav, Kamita Shotar, but it but it's all Tarshvata. It's it's all in Tava, it's all Hastapan. It's the it's the it's the written document that we have of the new Kabbal Satara of King of the Kiblu, where there's no name of God, but it's all God. Where you don't feel any shrin in your life, but you you hold on to Mamish, you connect your Dovak Hashem, even though there's no Ashwasa Shrin in your life. Your Dovak Tagashboru. It's this new Tara. Of Kisvunu Ladaris, the Anu Kabbalas Atar of Kimu Vakibu. What we'll see, Mitzrayim, next Matzei Shabbos, is how all of this works with Yeshua, Yeshua Bin Nun, the Indian of Yeshua, and the Indian of every of every chasma, of every chasma. And that crossing over from from Moshe Rabbeinu, from Torah Shabbat from the Midbar to Eretz Yisrael to Yehoshua, and the whole Indian of Eretz Yisrael that we've been learning from Rav Kook is a bechin of Chasan Kala with Am Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael and Am Yisrael is Chasan Kala, and the Ksuva and Purim is and Purim and Yehoshua and Yehoshua Dafka. That's why Shushan Purim is from world cities from the time of Yehoshua Ben Nun. Why Dafka Yehoshua? Where does Yehoshua come into? To give cover to Yisrael, Chazal said, "It's not bekavdik to Yisrael. They should be poor without Yisrael." I said, "Why are we so worried over here? Dafka with Purim, they should be covered to Yisrael. Why are we so nervous to get Yeshua into the story of Purim? Because Yeshua is Purim, and they can't be poor without Yeshua. Because Yeshua is that transition from the midbar to Yisrael, from Tarshav to Yeshua is bringing us into a into a, a way of life." Of Hestaponim, where we're no longer in the midbar, there's no longer Hashras Hashchina, and in Tava, without seeing God's name, we're Jews. That's Yeshua. That's Ka, Yeshiach, Metzas Meraglim, not to fall into the eights of Meraglim, not to fail. The need of, of Purim is not to fail. With spies, 
in this world, not chalila, not to fail, not to not to make that mistake of separating of separating chalila, the a husband and a wife, is a bechina of gerish and a get. It's a ksav sefer krisus. I'm not talking about that right now. It's a sefer krisus that separates between a husband and a wife. It's a sefer. <coughs> there was an ingev achshash that there was a get that Hashem gave Am Yisrael that we're no longer going to be there. It's a sochelil. There's a get krisus and it's not, but it looked like there was. We have to talk a little bit more to understand. To understand. So Mitzvah Shem will will we'll continue after Shushan Purim. We continue after Purim. We should be zayicha. Not only to talk about these things, we should be zayicha to see them and to feel them and to live them. We should be zayicha to feel them and to live them.